here I am back with another podcast and I'm just really on a road tonight. Like my, my whole space is telling me to do this. My whole energy is telling me to do this. And it's weird because nothing in my house is on but the candles. And my brain is like, do another one, do another one, invoke this, do this spell, do this, do this, work this, talk about this. So I'm doing another podcast. Everything, my house is completely, nothing's on. The only thing that's going right now are candles and things that I am charging. But anyway, I am going to talk about uh, things that no child should be listening to. You already know the disclaimer, so I don't have to repeat it. But I'm going to speak up on how I found out that I was a bruja through blood. Um, and it came from my mom and my dad's side of the family. Right. So my mother's side of the family is the ones that are more. Of a uh, of a right, there's more of a right for for them, for us. And I'm going to tell you how I found out. Now, growing up. Um, I would come and visit my grandmother sometimes through summers. You know how like you have some families, oh, you're going to go stay with your uncle or your your aunt or your grandmother for the summer. And you would go and stay the summer and then come back home and it's back to school and all that kind of stuff. Where I would go and stay with my grandmother like every other summer. And the things that she used to have around her house as a kid, you would be like, that's scary, or that's funny looking, or that smells funny, or she would cook something and you'd be like, this tastes different. What is this? Or you would look at her and be like, why you got that on? And what does that mean? That's how my grandmother was. And it was, she, my grandmother had 13 children and all of her children had kids. So I had a lot of cousins, right? And I can tell you out of most of her grandchildren, myself, when maybe like two or three others were considered her favorites, right? I was the kid that would ask a lot of questions. Like, I want to know why that's on the wall. I want to know why you doing that to that flower. I want to know. Why are you doing this? And why are you throwing water on the floor? And why are you why are you lighting three and four candles? Why are you doing this? I was her. I was that child. Um, and my grandmother absolutely knew from jump that I was going to take after her. I asked the most questions. I was more into it. It resonated with me as a child. And my grandmother knew that. So the time that I spent with her in the summertime, she would take that time to educate me on different things on why this is this and why this is that and what you have to do to this and what you how you bring this down and how do you do this and how do you do that she spent that time with me like i said a few other of my a few other of my cousins but what i can say is my other cousins they were listeners i was questions i i want to know if you tell I was the kid that if you tell me that you're crushing um you're crushing eggshells inside of a plant, I want to know why. <laughs> I want to know why you're doing that. Why is there? Why do you talk to your plants? Why do you 
light so many candles? Why do you write this down and put it in front of? Why is this? Why is this on top of this table with all these candles and these incense? And why that incense smell like that? I I was that child. <laughs> okay, so. When I was growing up, I would go spend summers with my grandmother. And as a child, I asked a lot of questions. I learned a lot. And then I began to be preteen. And I know a lot from what she's told me already. But now I'm beginning to be from being told what it was to being taught how to use what it was. So... The very first thing that I learned how to do um, was build an altar. And it was funny because the first altar that I built, I had, it wasn't working with any ancestors or any Orishas or anything like that. The first altar that I built, my grandmother taught me how to build was for myself. It was for my uh, my energy. So everything on this altar was dealing with me. And it was cute because I had on this altar a bottle of lip gloss. I had some uh, red fingernail polish. I had a headband. I had a plant element. I had incense. I had flowers. Um, What did I have on this? Well, I had a lot of stuff on this. I had candy. I had a journal. What else did I have on this altar? I had a ring. I had things that were very, that meant something to me on this altar. And my grandmother taught me, she was like, okay, now you're building this altar. Keep it clean. Um, Make sure your water is clean. It's all about the energy. And, you know, and, you know, take care of this altar. I don't want to come in here. Now, at the time when I would go stay with her, I had my own room. She was like, I don't want to come in here and see food that don't supposed to be on this altar. I don't want to see clothes on this altar. I don't want to see anything that doesn't supposed to be on this altar on this altar. You're going to take, if you don't take care of anything else in this room, it's going to be this altar. And I'm going to make sure, now this is her speaking. I'm going to make sure that you spend at least 30 minutes on your knees in front of this altar. I don't care if you're staring at the candles. I don't care if you got your eyes closed. This is before I knew what meditation really was. I don't care if you got your eyes closed. I don't care if you're just sitting here writing in the journal, but you're going to spend 30 minutes in front of this altar. I'm like, okay. So I did that. And I noticed when I started doing that after making this altar, my self-esteem went up. I was going through a lot as a child personally. I began to be stronger in dealing with what was going on behind the scenes. I just became stronger. And that was the first thing that I learned how to do is being a bruja is building my own personal altar. Um, and from there, everywhere I have moved, everywhere I have lived, I've always kept an altar. I have two altars in my house. Sorry, I had to stop because I had a phone call come in again. People just calling me, calling me, calling me. But what was I saying? Um, yeah, every I have two altars in my house. I have one that's dedicated to me, 
It's my own personal space with everything that I love on it. Everything that means something to me on it is just things of me on it. Now, my other altar is dedicated to uh, my ancestors. And if I'm working with, uh, if I'm trying to invoke a deity or something, it goes on that table. Um, things that has nothing to do with uh, with my personal, my personal uh, altar. It's two separate altars. And I keep two. Um, that was the first thing I've learned uh, dealing with my grandmother was building my own altar. Then it went from her teaching me about different spices and what different spices do, different crystals, what different crystals of do, what kind of energy they bring to, to situations. Then it went to mojo bags. Then it went to sacrificing, using your blood. Then it went to invoking different things. Um, then it went to the dark magic on how you can make this happen good or bad or you know how you work with rainwater how you work with the elements it went to uh all kinds of different deep things when it comes to um being a bruja she also told me that i had a choice to be two different type of brujas i can be a loud bruja and be like I said all over the place and everybody know I'm this and that and that and use that to my advantage or I can sit back and be a quiet one she explained to me what both of them was what both of them meant and I took it up on myself that being a quiet bruja would resonate more with me which was a good choice like I said I could be in a room with somebody and casting spells on a whole fucking room and won't nobody suspect shit I'm that type of bruja. Then it went, you know, it just, I've learned a lot of things um, from her about nature, elements, spells, like I said, invoking, uh, using my own DNA to make spells powerful. Um, even that, there's even a cooking element to being a bruja. She taught me how to do all of that. She taught me how to bless my home, how to, Hide things in plain sight. She taught me a lot. She taught me certain games that I can teach my children when I have them. She taught me how to bless my children, call my children when it's time for me to have them. Um, you know, just build a relationship, you know, with certain people. Um, in the aspect of being a bruja, she told me the dangers of it. She told me the blessing, the blessings of it. So, yeah. That's how I, I I learned how to do half of the stuff. Well, majority of the stuff that um that I know how to do now. I also have brought my own spice to some of the things that she also told me that was okay to do to change whatever I needed to change to make things work for me. When it came down to anything, she said it's all about your intention, your will, and your belief. Right. Everything else come second hand everything else comes second hand they're tools but they come second hand so i'm very powerful i mean i mean she taught me about dreams and just all kind of stuff and i did because i was so interested i never forgot a thing i never forgot a thing it's a book 
at my father's house right now. Um, it's in our study. It's in my dad's study. It's a notebook. Actually, it's a trapper keeper. <laughs> it's everybody know what trapper keeper is. It's, it's one of those fancy folders that kids used to go crazy back in the day about. And it holds all your little notebooks or whatever, your pen, all that stuff together. It's a trapper keeper um, at my father's house right now in his study that I've never threw away and he will never throw away. Um, my grandmother wrote me a letter in this trapper keeper and it's still in the trapper keeper. I would never get rid of it. But some of my first spells I ever wrote down in practice, studied and done are in this trapper keeper and they're going to be passed down. I'm, I'm holding this trapper keeper for my first child, my first daughter. I'm going to give this trapper keeper to her because it has a lot of information. Like, like I said, my grandmother, she wrote me a letter. So it has that energy in it. And I'm going to pass that down to her. When I start to teach her things about being a bruja, because my kids, my, all of my kids will know. Um, to some extent but yeah but i'm going to pass that on to her and hopefully it sparked an interest like it sparked an interest in me growing up as a child um but that's how i found out what i was and what my family was into because my aunt at the time my aunts were doing the same thing they were taught and all this stuff but no one would sit down and talk to the children and teach the children like grandma did. You know, she was, grandmother is like the babysitter. She's like, when everybody want to go out and be with boys, all my aunts be with their boyfriends and just be outside doing whatever. Grandma's the one who's got all the kids. You going over to your grandma's house this summer or whatever. She's the one who's watching all the kids and in doing that, not only is she watching us but she's teaching us she's teaching us what's in our bloodline and how to work with it and what to do with it and also teaching us how powerful it is so yeah that's what that's how i found out what i was and what was going on now my grandmother was my grandmother was a beautiful woman like i said she had 13 kids so she was very hot shit but she was a beautiful woman um she had i can remember her having this long hair her hair is actually her hair my hair is long but her hair is long her hair was long as well so i get that i think i take after her when it comes to that um but she was she was pretty i mean she had 13 kids she i remember her always keeping a man she was married and after she got after she got a divorce she kept a man i mean I can remember guys knocking, looking for my grandma <laughs> as a kid. So she kept a man. That was that was never a problem. Um, but I remember I I I remember like certain things stick out to me when it comes to her. Like she would make her own oils, her own blessing oils. And I remember her standing in the kitchen one day, and she called me over to the stove, and she was like. Uh, stand on this chair and I sit on this chair and she has some uh some I don't know what kind of oil this was I don't know if it was olive I was too young 
but it was this oil she had in this canister and she pulled up, she put the oil inside of this bigger pot and she was putting all these herbs and stuff into it and the more stuff that she put in this oil the louder the house would smell and it smelled amazing and i remember her uh was like you i remember her telling me what she was doing and what each herb was doing but I was so young, I can't remember word from word because I was so young. But I remember her telling me. And I remember uh, telling her that it smelled good. And she was like, yeah. And I remember her saying, this is going to make us a lot of money. I remember her saying that. So I I know she sold that particular, the oil that she was making. Uh, I knew she was selling that because of that remark that she made out of her mouth. Um. I also remember her on Sunday. She used to walk around early in the morning with this uh, glass filled with water. And she used to like sprinkle it all over the house and say her little whatever she was saying. She would, you know, that was a spell. I remember she her talking to her plants. I remember her charging her crystals on a windowsill, which I do. I do a lot of stuff that she used to do. But I remember her doing that. I remember her putting the brick the brick dust by the door, which I do. It's a lot of stuff that still resonate with me that I do that I got from grandma. So yeah. Um, and hopefully, well, not hopefully, I will teach my daughters everything that I know so they can everything will be passed down. Um uh, before my grandmother passed away. I remember talking to her on the phone and she said, I had moved down. I had already moved down to North Carolina and she was back um, home. And I remember calling her and she was like, this is probably going to be our last conversation. And I'm like, no, grandma, don't say that. She was like, it's probably going to be our last conversation. And I was like, you know, she was dealing with cancer. So I was like, is it hurting that bad? Like, why would you say that? She was like, it's, it doesn't hurt. She was like, I just know that this is going to be our last conversation because I'm ready. And I'm like, you know, I'm thinking to myself, she, you know, she, she's really tired of fighting, you know, of whatever's going on with her. Of course, she's in pain, but she's not, she don't want anybody to worry or anything. But I remember her telling me that. And I also remember her telling me in that same conversation, she told me, she said, Maiko, this is going to be our last conversation, but I'm never going to go anywhere from you. I'm not going to be far. I'm going to always be available to you. And I'm like, okay. She was like, no matter what, I'm going to always be there. No matter what, you know what to do to bring me, um, to bring, to bring me to attention. You always, you, you already know what it's going to take to get my attention. Use what I've taught you and I'll always be there. I'm like, okay. So I got off the conversation with her. We talked about other things. We talked about, uh, babies because for some strange reason, everybody wants me to have a child. And I'm like, no, I don't want to have a child. Not right now, I don't. I don't want to have a baby. 
So each time somebody in my family, from my father to my aunts to my cousins, and before my grandma passed, even her, and definitely my mother before she transitioned, always, when are you going to have a baby? My aunties and my dad now, when are you going to have a baby? What's the problem? What's taking so long? Blah, blah, blah. And I told myself, for each time somebody asks me about a child, I'm, it's going to push my whole thing with that back years. I'm going to have a baby when nobody is asking me anymore. That's my thing. But yeah, we talked about babies and, you know, we just had an overall good conversation. Now, the day that my grandma passed, she was living, she had moved in with one of my aunts, her daughter. And it was crazy because my daughter, uh, my aunt say the way that she passed was um, she went into my grandmother's room and my grandmother was like, she looked at her and asked her, was she okay? And my aunt was like, she was startled when she said that, like, yeah, mom, okay. And she was like, no, are you going to be okay? And she was like, yeah, I'm gonna be okay. And she said, my grandmother went into the living room and she sat in her favorite chair and she told my aunt that she wanted some grapes um, to eat. So my aunt went to the kitchen and got some grapes. And she said, as she was walking back towards the, uh, the living room where my grandmother was, she can see that my grandmother had slumped down um, in a weird position um in her favorite chair and my auntie dropped the grapes on the floor and she said she, the way that her body was positioned she knew that my grandmother had was gone she just knew so i'm not going to talk about what happened after that moment because i think that's personal between my auntie and that moment but that's what happened and my auntie looked back on it now and she was like when my grandmother was asking her if she's going to be okay she really knew then that she was moments away from transitioning so yeah so i mean it's 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 a lot it's a lot being a bruja and how you were raised in it and stuff like that but as you grow and get older and learn, and it's always a learning experience. You always learn something new. You always come up with different things. You always come up with different methods and to get things done and different stuff like that. I can tell you that I absolutely love it. I, I'm glad that I am what I am. I wouldn't change any of it for the world. Um, but yeah. I'm getting emotional right now because I'm thinking about my grandmother. So I'm going to end this podcast because if I don't, tears are going to start rolling and I don't want that. Not right now. Anyway, I'll do that on a personal level, probably after this, but yeah, I'm going to end this podcast and in saying that stay witchy.